0: then you hear your children now you are the same God you are the same God you answered prayers back
1: Well, welcome to worship, everyone, as uh, we continue our sermon series on uh, distortion lies and rethinking things. And and today's lie is a little more complicated, at least it was for me when I was uh, making my message. Um, Lies to ourselves that we believe that emotions and feelings can dictate truth. Uh, you know a lot of times that we can be, and i don 't just mean things that are seem ungodly, you know oh, it makes me feel good to go down this road and party and do drugs or whatever. It can always be a little more subtle than that and uh, that 's kind of the way I, I constructed the message, so we 'll see how that how that pans out for everybody. I hope I uh, do the word justice with what i with what I have. Um, a few things, uh, before we begin our worship today, um, our comfort dog ministry will be celebrating a gotcha day, which means they're celebrating the day that they actually brought the dog here on August 1st. And it's the second anniversary and that that dog has been here, there, and everywhere and continues to, to bring Jesus to a lot of places where normally we wouldn't be able to go just by a ministry of presence. And they'll have collection boxes available at the lobby of both ministry centers where uh, we are invited to place purchased items for the Boys and Girls Club, uh, frequently used to meet the needs of their club members. Items include or are not limited limited to, read your bulletin. (laughs) Um, We're still looking for Sunday school volunteers, not just teachers but those who are willing to help in other capacities. So if your teaching's not your thing, you can still help out. So contact Tracy. She's still looking for people to help. Don't forget our church picnic is August 5th. That's this Sunday. And that will like celebrate the end of Vacation Bible School. And we hope that sign up online and we hope to see you here. It should be a lot of, it should be a lot of fun. Is it Saturday? Read the bulletin. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, I, it's always been on a Sunday in the past. So I, yeah, I go back to, yeah, Saturday, August 5th at five o'clock. So that is a week from today. Uh, so as far as announcements and introduction, that is about all I have. So I'm sure Steve wants us to rise for our first song, Hosanna.
2: out together. Praise is rising. read a couple words from Psalm 28 again as we just reflect on this prayer that we're singing out praise be to the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy the Lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusts in him and he helps me my heart leaps for joy and with my song I praise him the Lord is the strength of his people a fortress of salvation for his anointed one Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Be our shepherd and carry us forever. With those words and those thoughts, let's pray this together again, because when we see you, we find strength. Because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. let us prepare our hearts for confession
3: if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us the heart is
1: deceitful Deceitful above above all all things 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 and desperately desperately sick sick. who can can understand understand it? it
3: the first person in human history who fell into the trap of if it feels good, do it, was Eve in the Garden of Eden. Genesis records that when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate.
1: Ever since Adam and Eve's fall, all All human human hearts hearts have been been deceitful deceitful above all all things and and desperately desperately sick sick. that is the sinful nature
0: we are all
3: born and with no if not for the intervention of jesus
4: and the the gift gift of of his His holy Holy Spirit.
3: spirit together as his people let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of god our heavenly father seeking his grace for the sake of christ and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner.
2: When we confess together, saying, Jesus, I've forgotten.
1: mighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins as a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen please be seated Let us pray. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit.
2: May I return to the voice of your word in greater and greater ways today. And I may walk the pathway of your will Once more at peace in my soul. And I help others to do the same.
1: And our first reading comes from the prophet Jeremiah, 17th chapter. This is what the Lord says: cursed is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for his strength, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. He will be like a bush in the wastelands. He will not see prosperity when it comes. He will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And we'll read Psalm 1 here, the section responsively. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Whose delight
2: is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night.
1: That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers.
2: Not so the wicked. They are like a chaff in <laughs>
1: Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the
2: Lord watches over the way of the righteous.
1: And I invite you, as you're able, to rise for our gospel, which comes from different sections of John 17. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the time has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, Glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word and the the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one they are not of the world even as i am not of it sanctify them by the truth your word is truth as you sent me into the world i have sent them into the world for them i sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified please be seated first is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. He will be like a bush in the wastelands. Now, most of us know not to put our complete trust and faith in the things of this world. Things that make us feel good can often seem to us like, hey, This is the life I've been looking for. This is the earthly bliss that I wanted. And now I've got it. My feelings and my emotions have determined that this is the way I want to live. And this is what happiness and contentment and my life are all about. And this doesn't necessarily have to mean living a life that involves sex, drugs, money, and oh yes, rock and roll out of the famous saying, those can become our gods, but this can be much more subtle. Things that come in the name of Jesus can be filled with emotions, can be filled with a sense of belonging. So therefore, it becomes truth to us. After all, when people are throwing the name of Jesus around, it can't be bad and I feel good. So what could be the problem? Where to begin? Well, let me greet you with grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our risen and ascended Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, amen making people feel good. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, except when the concept becomes not about Jesus and not about service to him, not about forgiveness, not about the cross, but how we feel. I hope in my heart that I have an ability to sincerely comfort people, albeit with the truth of what's in God's word then I know you will look to the words of Jesus and the comfort of the cross and to our savior and ultimately not to me. What do I mean? Back in the late 1960s, a pastor had a great gift for making people feel special, loved and needed. They were part of something. He used God, Jesus, and pieces of the Bible to do this. His congregation loved him. And he became their truth. Not God, not Christ, not the message that's in the gospel, but the pastor. And they were slowly directed away from Jesus, away from God and toward this man for what was true and what wasn't. And he made him feel good. Now, it turns out later, he was a narcissistic sociopath who came in the name of God. Many of you might think I'm being harsh on this pastor. His name was Jim Jones. Is that ringing any bells? And he became the truth for his people, not the Bible not the words of Jesus, not the promises of Jesus. And then slowly, those who didn't follow this guy, they were punished, they were beaten, they were made to sign notarized confessions of how they abused their kids so that the Reverend, I use that sarcastically, Jones could use it if they turned against him. And he took custody of some of these people's children because they confessed to sexual abuse and everything, whatever he wanted, they did. They trusted in man and depended on flesh for their salvation, not the truth that was in scripture, not the words of Jesus. Their pastor, their shepherd misled them. A good shepherd points people to Jesus and not to themselves that's not news. Now, maybe not all of you know the story or how it all turned out, but what happened is they, he took his congregation called the people's temple to Guyana in South America. And after, and this takes a lot of, uh, I can't use the word here um, hubris, to murder a United States Congressman who came to Guyana to see if people there really wanted to leave and were being held against their will. And he had him shot and killed on an airstrip there in Guyana. And then 910 people who followed the Reverend Jones committed suicide by drinking flavor aid. With cyanide, or they were murdered if they didn't want to die by being having it forcibly injected. Babies, women, children. If you've ever seen the documentaries, you can hear the people wailing and screaming, trying to run away, or the pain that they were in. And this all started because Jim Jones made his people feel good, special, loved. By him. That was not truth. Jesus was nowhere in the equation. Forgiveness, repentance, boundless mercy, nowhere. It was all conditional on allegiance to Jim Jones. Now, this is my opinion. I don't believe Jim Jones was a true believer. I believe he used God and his position as a pastor was something in which he was interested in as a little kid to be able to manipulate people. There's actually some, I haven't watched it on HBO Max and uh, a show uh, called How to Become a Cult Leader. It kills me that they make shows like that. Now, most people in here probably remember David Koresh, the ambush in Waco, Texas. I believe the Branch Davidian leader was a true believer. I'm not excusing him. I truly believed he thought he was some kind of Messiah. And he made people that came to that compound or people he brought to the compound feel loved, welcomed and part of something great, something biblical something godly but it never pointed to jesus It always pointed to him these people were happy they were led by their emotions i'm not knocking these people and that made them loyal to a man to flesh not to god a man who was a victim of his own delusion no i don't call david koresh a victim as if like none of this was his fault I just meant I think he believed his own delusion. I think Jim Jones used God to manipulate people into looking to him for everything and not God. David Koresh really believed, in my opinion, that he had God's message to give his followers by some divine revelation. And what do I mean by that? That means some extra thing that came to him that's not in the Bible. And they believed it because he made them feel good. You know how that turned out. No matter the motivation, the truth was nowhere. It was all about emotions, feelings, belief in a man and not God that made people believe whatever truth was being fed to them. Both these men, no matter how they were motivated were equally dangerous people had put their trust in human beings and not in God, not in forgiveness, not in eternal life, not in mercy, not in repentance, but in the words of men that deviated from the Bible so much that it was almost insane that they could still call themselves Christians. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose confidence is in him. That's the truth. The cost of discipleship, it's not always easy. That's why Jesus prayed for his disciples here and and us. Following Jesus is special, but how we feel has no effect on whether Jesus did the work or not. It is finished, he said on the cross. That's our hope. That's our joy, even when joy seems to be nowhere to be found. When pain is all we see in our lives, the work's still done. We still have eternity. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen tells us, "No wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. He is the deceiver, and he works in and through the deceived." or the liars who use Jesus and God for their own gain. This is the reason that we can't rely on how we feel all the time as a barometer of what's right and wrong, on what's true and what isn't true. It's not, if it's not all about Jesus, and it makes you feel good and special. It is a deception. And I know it's hard to see sometimes. Even some worship services. And I'm not, I am not bashing anybody, any church body or anything. In the US sometimes become more about entertaining the band, the silver-tongued pastor. They may not mean for that to happen, but it becomes a slippery slope. They come in to praise God or to be entertained. It's probably less of a problem than what I've been talking about earlier. But Jesus prays for his disciples. I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of this world any more than I am of the world. Jesus didn't pray for us to be on cloud nine, but to be protected from the father of lies so that they can preach, so that we can preach the truth of the gospel that Jesus has brought to the world. Sanctify them. In other words, make them holy with your truth. Your word is truth. God's word is truth. You're forgiven. You have God's mercy. You have been made right in his eyes because of what Jesus did. The truth is not what the world wants to hear many times. Sometimes it's not what we want to hear. But Jesus came to bear witness to his infallible word and his truth is that word. We can't say what's wrong is right. We can't use emotions to drive people. We can't trust always our own emotions to lead us to the truth. The Holy Spirit leads us. And in this culture, many don't like to hear that we are all, I got that in all caps here, all sinners, in need of healing and forgiveness. Jesus loves and forgives without hesitation and without condition. That is great news for every man, woman, and child, no matter how much our mood might change. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Of course, I want you all to feel good and be joyful about Jesus. And I hope I can deliver his word in a way that gives you hope in him, not me. He has the keys to eternity. So I hope this day, I have pointed to the everlasting joy that Jesus Christ in his infinite mercy has given to all of us. He has defeated sin and death and in him, that victory is ours also. So I hope this day we have heard the truth and the truth has set us free. And in the name of Jesus, amen. At this time, we just want to remind you as we collect our offerings how thankful and grateful we are for your support of our ministry here at Faith. <laughs>
2: To south and east to west.
1: Father, we come before you in humility. You have given us what we cannot earn and do not deserve, your mercy, your love, and your forgiveness and the promise of eternal life. Help us to lead lives of thanksgiving each and every day for what you have promised us. Help us to look to you when the pains of life bring us down and we, think, we seem to think that God is not there for us and he has disappeared from our lives. You are always there, always loving us, and always forgiving us. And we ask you to be with those who are ill, who are recovering from illness, facing illness, recovering from surgery or facing surgery. Especially in our prayers, we remember Jack Gillespie recovering from surgery, and Jessica Powell, who has upcoming surgery. We ask you to be with them both, and all those who may be ill and recovering from surgery or anything that you would lift them up and keep them strong in body mind and spirit and heal them according to your gracious will we ask you to be with those who are lonely those who face feelings uh, suicidal feelings or facing addictions those who seem to have nowhere to turn lord that you have not abandoned any of your children lift them up and strengthen them dry their tears and give them hope. We also give you thanks Lord, tomorrow Hudson Teal will be called by name through the waters of holy baptism. We ask you to be with him, his mom and dad and his sponsors that he might grow up in knowledge of your word and your truth and walk in that and live in that and not in the words of men, but in your words and promise of life. And we just ask you to be with all those that we name silently in our hearts and those in our ongoing prayers. And we're bold to pray this Lord, as you have taught us, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And after he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take and eat of it, all of you. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after he'd given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink of it, all of you. This is the new covenant of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you all. And at this time, take a moment to share God's peace with those around you. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting, depart in peace. We pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come. We live in the light of your promise and each and every day we look forward to that day where we, there will be no more tears, no more crying and no more pain. Until then, give us the strength, the spirit, to be your disciples and to tell the truth of your word to everyone that we encounter. In your name we pray, amen. Now may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you all with favor and give you his peace, amen.